Friday. Games 101 in honor. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon Recording, live from the Gen A Studios. Ooh, all right, let's get right into it. Um, little write-in. Do we love binge-watching or listening? Um, hmm. So... This came about because uh, there is a potential listener out there who has decided not to watch the final season of Game of Thrones because she wants to wait until all the episodes are released and sit down and watch them all at once. That is a psycho move. Um, That is absurd. Um... Game of Thrones kind of falls into its own category because people are so obsessed with it and it's so relevant in the news that, like, avoiding avoiding what happened in it is almost impossible. Um, and it's also one of those things, like, like, it sucks when someone's like, oh, have you seen this movie? And you're like, no, and then they, they ruin it. Like, that's not cool. Game of Thrones, though, if... If a spoiler happens and you're not seeing it live, that's on you. It's just too, it's too relevant. Um, so I think that is a complete psycho move. Um, I am out on that. Um, binge watching in general, not too big of a fan. Um, I like the excitement, the anticipation, I like having something to look forward to. Um, it's kind of like a, like with sports, like I like when they announce, uh, the seven game series and you can write down each game on your calendar and you look forward to it. Um, binge listening for podcasts. I'll do that just cause I don't keep up with them. It's kind of like I forget about one and then I just listen to it for like a week straight. Actually. Similar to our newest listener, uh, Adam the Godfather, uh, he learned about the podcast, and kind of scary. He he listened to every single episode this week, which is like I don't even know. I mean, we're over two hundred episodes. I think we're at like probably close to two hundred and fifty episodes. Um, Fifteen minutes an episode wish Cam was here to do the math. That's like, well, it's four episodes an hour, four goes into 240, 60 times. That's like 60 hours of listening. That's wild. I wouldn't even listen to myself. Um, so shout out the uh, Adam the Godfather. Appreciate the support. Um, but do we love binging? I'm, I'm out. I'm not about it. Um, I also can't like sit that long. I'm still working on the office. So, and I started the office like when it like, I don't know, eight years ago, just, you know, trying to enjoy it. That's all. No, no rush, no rush. Um, so the road I'm going down right now is the road I take to work on a daily basis. Take it five days a week, minimum. 
Um, that's right, I go to work, shout out me. Um, there was an absolute chaotic driver on the road yesterday. Um, as you may or may not know, I'm a speed limit guy. I don't like going over the speed limit. I like keeping it slow. Um, if I ever die in a car accident, I'm hoping it's because it's somebody else and not me. Uh, and I also don't see the value in going... It depends on where you are. If you're out in, like, Nevada and you can, you know, rip 90 versus 60, like, that's going to make a huge difference on a 10-hour drive. But if you're on, like, a main street in a town and the speed limit's 45 and you're doing 60 to 65, it's only going to get you wherever you're going maybe 30 seconds faster, maybe a minute faster, and you're, like, tripling your risk of, like, hurting someone. So I don't think that's very kosher. Um, So this guy, uh, he was driving a BMW stick shift, loved himself. Like, guy, just get an automatic. Um, so he's driving his, his Beamer and like flying through this road. So it's like, it's a residential road. Uh, I shouldn't say residential. It's a main street in a town, three lanes. So decent size speed limit. Like I said, 45, 50, um, this guy, and it's like the heart of rush hour, seven, seven twenty in the morning, the roads are packed and this guy is like weaving in and out of traffic and he almost hits me. Like he came very close to hitting my car and I'm like, I'm not going to say I don't get road rage. I definitely get road rage. Um, but not, I, lately it's been a lot better lately. It's been a lot better. So I'll give myself that. So this guy almost hits me and I'm like, what a jerk. And then he just like zooms off and he's like weaving in and out of traffic, like doing like double lane changes. And I can see him. He almost hits two other people. And I know this road. So I'm like, I'm going to be at the set of lights. That's like 300 yards down the road that he's going to be at, at the exact same time, because there's 30 cars deep at the set of lights anyway. So I'm like, this, this can't fly. I mean, if the, if this guy's out here every day on my daily commute, endangering me, endangering the good people of Huntington beach, I will not stand for this. So I hit the gas a little bit. I go after him. So I get up to the set of the lights and I get right behind him and we're sitting there. It is gridlock traffic. I was very close to getting out of my car and walking over to him and chewing his ass out. Um, I wanted to, thought better of it, took a deep breath, took a step back, and I did the mature thing. I leaned on my horn for probably 60 seconds. Never took my hand off the horn, just sat there beeping at him, rolled down the window, flipped out the old bald eagle American bird, a.k.a. the middle finger. So I'm giving this guy the middle finger, leaning on the horn, 
And uh, I don't know if he had his window down, but I was hoping he did. So I stick my head out the window and I, you know, gave him a little lecture. Driving like an asshole. You're going to hit other people. Can't be doing that on this road. Take that crap elsewhere. You know, standard stuff. And um, all the people next to me, they had almost gotten hit by this guy too. So like a couple people rolled down their window and looked at me and like gave me a thumbs up and like somebody gave me a hell yeah. Like we were all getting fired up. So uh, we all rallied around and uh, that was that. That's the end of the story. Um, so I felt good about it. Um, would, I, would I do that in Compton? No. Huntington Beach? Sometimes you gotta roll the dice. So... Yeah, I liked my chances. The way the guy was driving, I was like, this guy isn't, this guy isn't, uh, he's not tough. So, yeah, like I said, I like my chances. It's kind of like with Craigslist transactions. Like, I was talking to somebody about Craigslist, and she's like, eh, I don't like Craigslist. It's kind of, like, weird. I was like, well, yeah, like, if I was a female, like, I, I wouldn't like Craigslist either. But, like, like for me, like, you know, 31-year-old male, like, I I feel pretty safe and like, it's tough to make me feel unsafe compared to the majority of the demographic. So, um, so I'm okay with it. Uh, same with like leaning on the horn. Um, like I said, time and a place. I'm actually sitting in the exact spot right now where I leaned on the horn and, uh, I'm getting some great memories right now. So do we love being a sheriff of the road? on your daily commute in your hometown. We need more people taking action. We need vigilantes. I am all in. We love it. All right. Ooh, so uh, some other big news. Uh, The beach I go to to surf each morning they, there's a, it's a pretty long stretch. It's about a three mile stretch. So there's different spots that you can go to to surf. And it's a very, it's kind of away from the main attractions. So everybody who goes there is typically local and goes there like pretty regularly. So everybody kind of has their spot. So I usually go all the way down to lifeguard tower T. Um, but lately because of the drift, um, the section over, there's a spot between tower 16 and 17. So we've been going there. There's a crew of guys who are there like old timers that just go down, bring the uh, bring the old thermos, um, bring the surfboard, stand on the dunes, watch the surf for like an hour while they sip their coffee, and then maybe they'll paddle out. Usually it's either too big or it's too small, and they're just there to hang out basically living their best lives. Um, so they all have gear and their spot is called Bolsa 16.5 because the beach is called Bolsa Chica State Beach and the tower and they're between towers 16 and 17. So they call themselves 16 and a half. So we've been hanging out with 16 and a half the past couple days. Um, good, good group of guys. And, uh, they, threw me a sticker that says Bolsa 16.5, which is basically like, like, I think I'm in. Um, I'm not trying to get my hopes up because it could just be, you know, could have just been being nice, but this is big. Um, so 
Got a Bolsa 16 and a half sticker, pretty fired up about that. Uh, saw the gentleman this morning and they decided to share some jokes and I thought I would pass one along. Now, I'm sure I won't do it justice because, I mean, no matter what, like, I'm not five foot four, 70 years old with a huge mustache. Like, it just the joke comes better from him than it does from me, but I'll try. Um, all right. So this is my first time telling too, so I haven't had any practice, but we'll we'll give it a go. So, guy goes into a bar, he's all miserable and sad, um, and uh, this woman sitting next to him at the bar is like, "What's what's the matter?" It's like, ah, you know, the old lady. Uh, she said we, she wants to file for a divorce. And she's like, "Geez, that's that's terrible. What uh, what's?" what's the issue? He's like, well, it's kind of my fault. She said, uh, I'm too kinky for her. Hmm. Says the woman. Hmm. She, so the woman, she says, well, listen, I know you're down on your luck right now, but between me and you, I'm pretty kinky myself. Maybe the two of us could get together. This guy's like, ah, all right. I'm, I'm okay with that. So they head back to the woman's place. And I head inside, and she goes into her room. She comes out. She's all decked out in her her leather and her her spiked spiked heeled boots, and she's got her chains and whips. She's like, "I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's let's go." Guy goes, "Oh, I already finished up. I already took a dump in your purse." No. It's tough telling jokes when you're by yourself. I don't know if that hit well or not. Maybe give some feedback. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that was my morning. Um, ooh, this was also a write-in from Easy. Pretty, uh, pretty profound stuff. Big difference between being a wise man and a wise guy. Just something to chew on. Like, I heard that yesterday, I was like, wow, that is a big difference. Like, are you a wise guy or are you a wise man? And I'm not talking uh, Vinny Boomba wise guy. You know, I'm talking kind of Cracker Jack wise guy. Um, do we love being a wise guy or a wise man? I love the saying. Wise guy is a great saying. Wise man is good too. Um, or, as Dr. K would say, wise guys make potato chips. So, got that going for us. Um, that's all we got for today. We have a few more things, but you know, we'll save it. We'll save it. Let's let's see if we can get a nice little outro. Mm, this one's not jumping off the page. Nope. I feel like I've been off with the outros lately. That's kinda on the radio though, I guess. There's nothing new and I won't